What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Galaxy Couch Podcast. I'm Bran. I'm Danielle. And we're here coming to you live from our Galaxy Couch. And I'm Luna. <laughs> and we got Luna joining us. We are talking to you today about Lost. Whoa. We... <laughs> That ABC intro. <laughs> you did it unprompted, but I'm proud of you. We are to the <laughs> We're talking to you today about three minutes. This is episode twenty-two of season two. Um Which I was wrong, I thought three minutes was gonna talk about because uh, in reference to uh, beeping. The, the beeping. Yeah, obviously took care of the button. That was just for dramatic effect, I guess, yes. at the end of the episode, to be like, oh, there's Michael looking all scary and serial killery. And also, the button. The button. Um, so yeah, I feel like that button now is just to give us a little anxiety. Every so often. Yeah, it's just like, move instantly. You're going gonna, you gonna to take care of that? You're going you're gonna to take it? Go, press the buttons. Put the numbers in. So the structure of this episode is kind of similar to what we've had with like the flashback episodes, but instead of a flashback to before. life before the island, it is on the island. Mm-hmm. Well, flashbacks we get in like 13 days ago. It is a... Oh no. Good catch. Soon we'll have air conditioning and Definitely we won't have to worry. Reason. Yeah. Soon. We won't have to pick between one or the other. Um, so the first... Bit of this is three days ago. No, is what we is what pops up on the screen. No, thirteen. Thirteen, it's thirteen days. Okay, so my my one on the thirteen is very faint. <laughs> thirteen days ago, um, we cut to Michael asking Locke in the Locke's putting away the guns, like as it mm-hmm. was thirteen days ago before Sawyer the Templeton rap took him, um, and he asks for more targeting practice. And then Locke is kind of talking to him, like, while he's, like, working on his thing. And then Michael grabs one of the guns. Michael asks if it's okay if he can have some of these bullets. Oh, yeah. And then purposefully spills and goes, oh, man, stop, just darn. And then Locke goes to pick them up. Bonk. Bonk on the head. Um, which I think we saw a bit of this scene? Or no, we just, we just saw the no, tail end when he had Jack the rifle. finding, yeah. Um, so then he goes over to the computer. Sorry, I'm thinking Father's Day. Oh. <laughs> no, you're okay. So uh, he, he goes over to the computer and... and it won't click on. He's just like... And then she's like... The, the ASDFG... Mm-hmm. Uh, he that real fast. And then uh, he types, are you okay? Or, or, no, he says... You okay? Yeah, you there is what he says at first, right? You okay? You okay. And then long wait. He's like, come on. And then, okay, no time. Come soon. North? I'm ready. Coming now. You said north. North where? Um, he says, I don't know. When they take me outside, there's this, a big, or lots of rocks with a big hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and someone holding them down. So he clears them the street real fast. Yep. And it is... Jackie Boy. Jackie Boy. I said, how does he know how to turn off the chat? <laughs> he somehow must have learned something over there. Or he just thought about it. He's like, what if I just, like, keep hitting backspace? Well, he presses one button and it's gone. Oh, that's true. Like, it's like mm-hmm. F11. Like, boom, it's gone. Um, so then he bumps into Jack the same way that we saw on... This was probably the beginning of season two or was it the end of season one? When he... Beginning of season two. Beginning of season, season one was when they first found the hatch. You're right. So the beginning of the season two, Michael gets the whole, like, points the gun at Jack. He's like, I'm leaving. Bye. Mm-hmm. 
Jax tries to I'm like, we can help you. I'll just do this. He's like, no, my son, my way. Goodbye. Yep. Um, so then we cut to today. And he's burning a piece of paper. And he stands outside the hatch and he's burning a piece of paper. Which seems so chaotic. Do it in the bathroom. Yeah. Don't do it in the middle of the jungle. It, right. The bear is very disappointed. Like, burn it and then flush it or something? Yeah. Which, I've been thinking about the toilets too. Like, where did the plumbing go? If you got showers and you got mm. toilets in this hatch, where does all that go? Do you just have like a water recollection system somewhere buried 20 feet underground? I mean, Dharma fought through a lot. I guess, yeah. So I know that they're linked, in a, we're going to find out a little mm-hmm. bit more about that, but um, I, I was like, okay, so how does the plumbing work? Yeah. Or is, is it just ocean water? Magnets. Like, this, this. How do they work? Magnets. Um, so as Michael is burning the paper and kind of like kicking the remains in the into the soil, Jack exits the hatch and he's... What's he doing? Michael's like, oh, I'm just getting some air. And Jack's like, uh, can we talk? Now? Um, and then we cut over to... Inside. Inside. Um, and they're, they're... Sawyer's telling them how many guns there are. They're talking over the two bodies. Yes. Um, it says that they have 11 guns total, rifles and pistols. Mm-hmm. And Michael's like, great, we need to go now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, these four people are coming with and it's just us. And we're leaving now, and Jack's like, um, no, we're gonna plan it out. We're gonna talk about who would be best to come. And Mike's like, no, my way. And then Hurley's like, we haven't even buried them. Which, I- I'm definitely team Hurley here. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a little disrespectful. At least, like, mourn. Yes. Yeah, so or pretend to mourn. They're gonna, we'll bury them tonight, have a service, and then tomorrow morning figure out what the plan is. And then Michael's like, okay, I'm good with that. Fine. Um, He's not that happy. He's just like... Yes. Yeah, he's like, I agree, but I'm not cool with this. Uh, so then we... 13 days ago. Yeah, we get 13 days ago where Michael is heading out. He's running in the jungle right after he's left the hatch. Mm-hmm. And he's following a compass. He's trying to get it to point north. And he keeps running and running and trying to make sure that no one is following him. And the compass probably don't work because it's a weird magnet. I was thinking that too. I'm like, so he's probably just getting thrown all in every which way. Every which way. Kind of like Jack Sparrow's compass is what I think of every time they try to use a compass on the show. Sleepy kisses. Um, so then he walks up on someone. He's like, yeah, I was going to say, he's like finishing up peeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just attacks. Or yeah, he, he, he tries to attack and the guy like turns around. He's like, oh, it's you. Like yeah, kind of like says, knowing who he is. He's like, you're, you're Walt's old man, are you? Yeah. So Michael's like, what the fuck? And then he gets really aggressive. He's like, take me to him now. Like, you know like, my son. Where's yeah, my son? Yeah, he's like, no need for that. Let's lower him. And he's like, ah, uh, no. And then that's when Santa attacks Michael. <laughs> like, I wrote Santa because he's... Zeke. Zeke. However he got that name. Oh, I don't you, Zeke. That's the only way he's got that name. Unless someone can point to me a scene before that we happen yes. to miss and where... Yes, on Twitter and tell us... How is his name Zeke? While they're like As Sawyer knows. The, the the raft boat mm-hmm. interaction. He's Hi, like, I'm Zeke. I'm here to drown you. By the way, I'm Zeke. Bye. Do not forget my name. So he and Michael have a little scrap, and then there's Michael, a few of them. Yeah, and Michael's able to get up and starts running away. Mm-hmm. But then um, they start like bonking him a lot, and the guy says um, to not kill him, they need him. Well, first Santa fucking bolos him. He's got the yeah. the the thing that I think. Who used it? Desmond used that? Someone used the bolos. Maybe it was another one of the others. I think it was Desmond. Um, Yeah, because we haven't seen Desmond a whole lot. 
Um, but yeah, then they're like he tells them to be careful with bagging him, Michael Todd because they need him. Mm-hmm. Like he's precious cargo. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we cut back to Michael. He notices that blood spot left by Libby. Mm-hmm. Um, starts he starts cleaning it. That's like his penance. Yeah, I was gonna say murderer's guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethel comes in. Michael's like, I didn't hear you there. Like, I took off my shoes because they were muddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way he's just so chill about everything. Respectful of the hatch. It's like I've been out in the jungle. My shoes were muddy, so I took them off. <laughs> he says everything like kind of with a smile. Like he's everything. So he, happy right now. Especially like, there's you know, a purpose. Yeah, life. Life has meaning. So then they start talking about hell. Because um, Michael says you're a priest, aren't you? Mm-hmm. He's like, yes. Why? And he says, so I. Well, does that mean you believe in hell? And he doesn't answer yes or no. He's like, well... Because um, when he was a priest, he did a brief stint in, like, England, southern England or something, and there was a boy that came to him and confessed to killing their dog, to feeding their dog to death at the rock. Mm-hmm. But he said he had to do it because the dog bit his sister, so he was protecting his sister. And he was concerned if he would go to hell for that. And he told the boy that... Asked him if he was sorry or not. Um, he says that he's sure God would understand because he was protecting his sister. But then it turns out the boy wasn't asking because he was afraid to go to hell or because he was sorry. He was afraid that if he went to hell, he would see the dog there. I love that. And Michael's like, okay. <laughs> and he says, you will be forgiven if you are sorry. Yeah, so basically it's, it's like, you don't even know God, so, like, his judgment shouldn't mean anything to you. Mm-hmm. You know this dog, though. You did this thing to this dog. If you go to hell and you see this dog because this dog did a bad thing, that's worse than knowing if you go to heaven. or Like, that's mm-hmm. that's your own personal hell. So it's almost like he's saying, like, hell is subjective. Yeah. And also... Hell is more lit than heaven. A bunch of judgy Christians. <laughs> They're just playing ACDC all the time in hell. <laughs> like, wow, they're passing out margaritas. Oh, it would be too hot for me. Yeah. I'm sure Satan's got air conditioning somewhere. Cold rings. He's like, the whole fire and brimstone thing, that's just a front so nobody wants to come. We actually have really good AC. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, yeah, they, they get Michael. Uh, Michael is... Uh, clean about those words. Yeah, and then he starts to feel a little claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. So he kind of runs out of the hatch, and he's just retching in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And he has like a backpack and everything with him. Yeah, almost like he's ready to just leave right now. Mm-hmm. Or he just has to have stuff on him at all times or something. Just so he throw up and cry. And Jack's like, um, you okay? Yeah, he's like, I'm just kind of walking by and I noticed you're not you looking so hot. Um, so then I think Jack's, like, they, they talk about like who they're going to bring. Mm-hmm. And then Michael like lists off everyone who's coming. He's like, it has to just be us. No one else. And Jack says, like, this is a group decision. And Mike's like, no, my son, my way. Yeah, my decision. So Jack's like, Jesus, okay, your way. <laughs> All right, that's how we'll do it. Um, so we cut to Charlie. He's going to visit Claire and Aaron. Mom and Dad are still fighting. Yeah, Claire's still a little dismissive of him. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're building a church. And so she's like, oh, cool. Neat. And then so he's, what do you want, Charlie? And Charlie has a purpose to be over here, not just to be a pester. Mm-hmm. He's like, so I found this, which... In the pallet. 
so possibly the one that he brought over for Echo, I guess. Or like maybe he was finding just a source that has just a bunch of pallets somewhere, yeah. and he happened to have like find wedged in between two pallets, like oh, it's this briefcase, and it has vaccines mm-hmm. and a little pneumatic uh, syringe, and. So this is the vaccine that Claire was looking mm-hmm. for. So she's like, I'm not crazy. Uh, it's so real. He says that um, you just have to put it in this, put it in your bag. Um, and she's like, how do you know? He's like, well, I, I tried it. Because I wanted to make sure it'd be safe for you and the baby. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, well, how do you feel? Like, yeah, she's like, how do you feel? Are you reacting? He's like, I don't feel nothing. She's like, I kind of feel great. Um, so then he says, it's a, in the briefcase, it says you need to do one every nine days. So for her and the baby, there's going to be enough for a long while. So she's like, wow, thank you. I really appreciate this. Yep. Um, and there's just and that... And they're kind of like having a talk, and then Michael appears. Yes. So then... The talk ends, and Claire's like... Holy shit, Michael. Yeah. Back to the <laughs> Um, And then... Oh, so... Uh, yeah, she sees that Michael is back. Um... Everyone else kind of sees Michael. Jin and, Jin and Sun also. Sun looks up and says, Michael, and Jin's like, what? <laughs> Jin's like, my friend. He's back. Um, and then as they see Michael and they have this kind of melancholy uh, reunion, they look over and they see that Claire, or no, uh, sorry, Kate, Kate. And Sawyer. Hurley. Hurley. Kate and Hurley. Or no, it's a few of them because they bring both bodies out. Okay, yeah. Um, and they see the covered bodies and they're like, what happened? Who died? And then... Michael explains to them. He says there's obviously a movie. She says, what happened? Because Jen, she, like, translated to Jen while they're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just, he's, like, catching them up. And that's that. And... I'm happy to see Michael. A lot yeah. of, so many people are coming in. They're like, it's Michael! It's Michael! And I said, this is what it's like when we go to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh my god, it's Brad. Is this Brad? Hi, Brad! <laughs> Um, so we cut back to 13 days ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael is a prisoner of Santa and it's nighttime. It, it's nighttime and they're out in the middle of the jungle, just like camped out mm-hmm. and they found another one. They have Kate. Well, first, um, Santa and Michael are having a little talk. He says something. Michael spits on him. Yes. And he says, I'm going to live that fast because it took your boy, but do it again. We're going to have problems. And, and that's when they say, um... Found this one following her friends with the bag overhead. So they say to um, gag Michael, and they're like, "Make a noise, and make a sound you'll never see your son again. again." Yeah. So Michael's like, "I'm not, I'm not even gonna call your bluff." Mm-hmm. Um, so then, first of something, he's like, "Ready the torches," because he knows he's gonna, they're gonna have that in that big moment. <laughs> he's like, "We gotta show them." And they plan that. He's like, "All right, so we're gonna make a big circle in the jungle in that clearing, and then when I say light them up, we're all gonna light our torches, and it's gonna be fucking sweet." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah they uh, have Kate and then the two of them go for a minute oh no this, Santa goes this is when the standoff is about to start mm-hmm. uh, where Jack is kind of like screaming and then uh, Santa pops out in the darkness mm-hmm. again with that I love that shot of him standing in the dark and you just see his eyes mm-hmm. I, something about that is just so creepy um, oh, so then he shouts Alex bring her out yes and then we cut back, and there's a woman and a guy and a girl mm-hmm. um, that are helping him. And she goes, you do it to the guy. He's like, she called you. Mm-hmm. Really? And she's like, please. So he goes to take her, Kate, and Claire, or Alex instantly turns to Michael 
saying, it's okay, they just have to scare them, they're not going to hurt your friends. Is Claire okay? Did Claire have a baby? Is it a boy or a girl? And he's like... Information overload is like, well, who, 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 I'm sorry, who are you? Um, so yeah, that's, I think, the end of that stand? No. Um, when they say Zeke again. I just have Zeke with a bunch of question marks. How do they know? Uh, this is saying... You and me ain't done, Zeke. You and me ain't done, Zeke. Um, and then he comes, the two guys come back to the little hideout area. And he says something to Alex, I can't remember what, about like, Michael not being able to know where they're going. So she goes, sorry. And bonks him on the back of the head. No, right in the forehead. Oh, it was the forehead. Back of the gun. Yeah, with the, with the butt of the gun. Um, which a lot of people getting bonks in the head on this island. Mm-hmm. She called Bonk Island. Uh, so we cut back to today. Uh, Jack and Sawyer are like divvying up the guns, and they're trying to see like, or Sawyer's asking like, who's all coming with? Mm-hmm. And I think this is when he finds out that. He asks, says that you and Kate were gone for a while. What happened? He's like, we oh. got caught in a net. He's like, is that what they're calling it these days? Like, or what does that mean? We got caught in a net. That's what they're calling it. Or so that's what they're calling it these days. Um. So yeah, that they had that exchange, and then they pass Saeed. Yes, they. It's, or Saeed approaches them, and Saeed's like, "Hey, I heard you. Well, what's up? There's a group going." No. Sawyer fills Saeed in. Oh, Sawyer fills Saeed in, and then mm-hmm. that's when Saeed's like, "Jack's like." Um, no, Michael didn't say this. He's like, sorry, I figured if we're going to war, we want the one guy who had actually been in war. Yeah, the, we'd want the Red Beret. Mm-hmm. Um, he does call him Captain Beret, though, so. Oh, yeah, I, I missed that one, but oof. Yeah, that's. Something. Um, so then Saeed says he wants in. Um, Jack says it's not our decision, it's Michael's. Um, so to sum it, then Saeed tells Jack it is not Michael's call, it is ours. Which is a good point. The group. Mm-hmm. They, they have to make decisions as a group. They can't just listen to one guy because he's like, because I said so. Mm-hmm. It's it's arbitrary and it's very sus. So, so Echo. Yes. Uh, Echo is walking through the the hatch and then his necklace picks up a little bit of magnetism. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of like looks up and he just smiles like, well, what do you know? This hot, this hatch just gets keeps getting better and better. <laughs> then we show him at the computer because the beeping start. He mm-hmm. puts the numbers in and he's just sitting there after he's entering. He's like, he sees the, the tiles slide back. There's some dopamine. <laughs> Serotonin right there. <laughs> oh, boy. So then Charlie walks in and is like, hey. What you, Where'd you go? Where are you, where are you going? We, we got work to do. And he's like. He says you just grabbed your Jesus to run off into the jungle. You don't call. You don't write. <laughs> the, the very concerned wife. Uh, so Echo's like, I had to go on a journey mm-hmm. because it was what I was expected to do. And now I have a new purpose. I thought building the church was what you were told to. It was like, be a mission. Because Charlie, can you please bring, can you do something for me? What? Can you bring my stuff from the beach down here? You're giving up? He's like, what, are you moving in here? I was like, yeah, I am moving in. And Charlie goes, get your own stuff. I was like, Charlie, please. He goes, car sticking. I was going to ask you, do you remember if this church that they have started construction on has does that church get finished you don't remember so let's make a let's make a little a wager a wager um do you think that by the end of this series or at some point in this series the church is finished and it's being used by echo or maybe someone else i mean i know other things you know other contributing factors oh okay so this is more this is more ways on my prediction mm-hmm. than on you. Okay, so 
my prediction is that Charlie is going to finish that church. And he's going to be like, what's up, bitches? There's a church now. That's my prediction. <laughs> and you're not saying a single word because you're like, all right. My prediction is there are mitigating circumstances. <laughs> um, so next scene is, oh, Vincent and Michael have a little. Yeah, do a hangout. A little hangout on the beach. Mm-hmm. Michael's like, I'm not going to kill you. You're too special. My boy's waiting for you. Um, so... Then we do a flashback. Oh, oh no, no, but 11 days ago. First, Sawyer tells Michael, he's like, hey, so... Captain A-Rod's coming. Yeah. Michael's like, that is disappointing. I met your friends. So Michael is like, nope, nope. Wasn't, that's not a part of the plan. Fuck no. Um, and then we cut to 11 days ago. Mm-hmm. Michael is taken to... He's complaining. He's like, you guys have been marching me for 24 hours straight. What is the point? He's like, everything has a part or something. Like, we'll get there when we get there, Michael. Or, like, we're here. Mm-hmm. And that's when he looks up and sees a rock, big rock with a big hole in it. The big weird rock. Mm-hmm. To which I dubbed this camp that is all surrounded by this rock, Camp Rock. <laughs> Um, so Michael is led through the camp and taken to a tent where... I have Michael's definition of worse off is weird. They're doing okay. Yeah, the the tents that he describes are... Better than their tents. Unless that's a part of his plan is to make it seem like he's like, oh no, we could walk in there and just wipe uh, them. Mm-hmm. And... But also Walt says something later. You're right. To contribute to that. Um, so Michael is led to a tent where... They walk past a bunker first, and there's like a little digital number on the outside. You're right. Like a clock, analog clock within. Mm-hmm. So it's eight or nine, I think. Was on that analog clock? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, it was like that with a number, like that. Oh, okay. So like a, like a basketball score. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so he is led into this like medical tent, I think. They're just sitting outside first. Oh yeah. And then... Someone comes over and just says, sorry about this. And I just, can't promise this won't hurt. I can't promise this won't hurt. And then just starts taking his blood. That's it. Done. And then he's like, all right, um, thank you. I'm like, what the fuck do they need his blood for? It's about a woman named Miss Clue. Miss Clue. Wants to talk about Walt. That's, I think he's in the tent at this point. Yeah. Um, he, he's Yeah, they're in shelter. Mm-hmm. And... She starts asking him all these questions. Are you his biological father? Yeah, How old was he when he started speaking? Did he have any illnesses? Did he have headaches, fainting spells? Um, did Walt ever appear in a place he wasn't supposed to be? That question was vague to me, and I was wondering... She said, you say that he lived halfway across the world, but did you ever see him when you shook his head? Does, does she mean like he just teleported to him, or...? Brain projection. Brain projection. Um, so yeah, Michael's like, I, I don't know a lot of these stuff. And she's like, well, yeah, you're the biological father. How the hell do you not know these things? And he's like, because he lived halfway across the world for me. And that's when she says, for, you know, Michael, for someone who wants his son back to bed, you don't seem to know much about him. That's not Which fair. It's a harsh callback. <laughs> to your, oh, that's right. You're right. The, the lawyer mm-hmm. who was like, well, what's his favorite food? What's his favorite animal? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I haven't I don't had, know him. she won't let me know. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Um, someone that wants custody of his son so bad you don't know much about him. So then Michael asks, the Michael asks like how she's talking, like she's mentioning Walt. Mm-hmm. She's like, do you know where he is? Is he okay? And she's like, he is perfectly okay. And he's like, I want to see my son. And she's like, 
That, that's not possible right now. Absolutely not. And he's like, well, god damn it, I want to see my fucking son. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Saeed and Michael talking to him time. Yes. About um, how um, Sawyer invited him. And Michael's like, listen, you can't come. Like, why? Because you're going after the guy that escaped the hatch. I'm going after my son. Mm-hmm. We have different motives. And so I was like, you think I would let my like desire for revenge blind me to helping Walton? Michael's just like, I don't know, you just can't come. And he's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much, but also, yeah, I just don't want you to come. So Saeed's like, all right. I agree. Yields. I I yield. Um, so then we cut to Charlie. He's continuing to work on the church, <laughs> and then Vincent comes out of the the woodwork and brings him a statue. And he's like, "Are you kidding me? Did someone put you up to this?" And he's like, "Come on!" He's like looking behind Vincent, like, "Who put you up to this?" Thinking like, "Oh, maybe this is a Sawyer prank or mm-hmm. something like that." Um, so then he. Picks it up and looks at it for a second, and then we cut to him. Well, then Vincent just takes off back to his little hidey hole. Yes, which is Sawyer's Sawyer's hidey mm-hmm. hole. So Charlie follows him, and Vincent's like kind of pawing at the sand mm-hmm. under the There's shelter. There's like a little bag of little wafers or something, but he's like happy, you know, like sticking his nose in and trying to eat. <laughs> um, and then Charlie's Clever like, boy. "Are you kidding me?" Finds <laughs> something. He's like, "Can I just please have that bag of cookies?" <laughs> just one little cookie. That's all I want. Um, so yeah, Charlie finds all of the statues. And then we cut to this scene, which I love because it gives me such peace to see this, uh, Mm -hmm. a heroin addict throwing statues full of heroin into the ocean. Mm -hmm. Because she's going to have a party. So we ask the, oh no, those poor fishies. Frank. Don't flush your drugs, kids. So we have Giacchino score covering uh, Charlie as he's just chucking all these statues. And then he gets to the last statue. He, he looked no, first he looks at the statue for a little mm-hmm. bit because it's like the very last one he's mm-hmm. like this is it no turning back if I throw this away I'm done with it for like, I'm done with it mm-hmm. and he throws it away and then he just kind of like you can you can see like the the, the clarity on mm-hmm. him and then you like you said and we see someone sitting over on the beach yeah, just smiling like a proud dad mm-hmm. and doesn't say anything doesn't give a he thumbs just... up or anything just kind of like a Good job, kid. I know what you did. Yeah, good job. Um, so then... We go to the hatch. Yes. I forget who it is. I think, it, is it Hurley? Oh, Jack uh, Jack just walks in to see... there's going to be a funeral. To find Echo. He's yeah. just all smiles. He's just sitting there like on cloud I'm nine. And, and she's like, yeah, there's going to be a funeral up on the beach if you wanted to come up. He's like... I will mourn them in my own way. I will mourn them in my own way. With a smile on his face, and Jack's kind of like... They're dead. Okay. Um, Thought you would have wanted to say something for Anna Lucia, since you seem to have been close with her, but... Mm-hmm. All right. Um, then... We cut to... Um, Sawyer asking... Sawyer and Jack packing things up. Yeah, and he's yeah. asking who's going to speak at the funeral, and mm-hmm. Jack's like... Eh. I'm sure he really wants to say about Yeah. And then they kind of have a little conversation, and then um, Sawyer gets a little choked up, and he's like, "I screwed her." I screwed her. Romantic. And he's and then Jack's like, "What?" He's like, "Anna Lucia." He's That's like, "How she got my gun?" We were caught in a net. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good callback. So then uh, we cut to Kate and Hurley digging the graves, um, and then Michael informs Kate of the plan. 
Uh, he's like, I need both of you guys to come with me. So Kate's like, okay. And then Hurley's like, nah, man, I don't, I don't think I want to go. He's like, this just seems too soon. Mm-hmm. And Michael's like, are you kidding me? They killed her. And Kate's like, Michael. It's like, be a little and more Michael sensitive. Michael and Hurley dig with some emotional manipulation on top. <laughs> uh, so then we cut back to three days ago where Michael is still a captive and Miss Clue is visiting him with dinner. Uh, he's been interrogated for over a week now, and he yeah. just wants to see his son. He says, when are you going to kill me? Yeah, when are you going to kill me? She's like, what? He's like, I know where you are. I've seen your faces. You've been asking me questions all week. Like, there's no way you're letting me get out alive. Like, he's expecting, I give you information, you just kill me because mm-hmm. I'm, uh, what's the term? Like a loose end. The spare. The spare. Kill the spare. Oh, no. My boy. Um, I cry. <laughs> Uh, so she informs Michael that on the other side, your group has captured one of ours. Yeah, circumstances have changed. Yeah, circumstances have changed. He and Walt will be free if he does this one thing. So at this time, he demands to see Walt. And she's like, he's right outside. He's like, bring him in here. Let me talk to him. Mm-hmm. And... He's like, uh, I don't think so. Um, then... Is it before this... Or after that she mentions um, what he's expected to do. After. It's after. Okay, so... Um, there's been a development. Yeah, you need to trade him. Um, if you do what we to ask you, then um, you and Walt will walk free. And Walt, Michael says he's not going to do it without proof that like, Walt's okay. Um, so he says, okay, you have three minutes. And then they... Um, he says, pick it. We're just getting little names. So this guy brings Walt in. And Walt's says hello to his dad they they aren't allowed to approach each other though mm-hmm. which is very heartbreaking so mm-hmm. michael is still like on his hands and knees like he's handcuffed behind him he's, yeah he's bound and walt walks in and he's he's like whoa he's like dad um they kind of have this like small talk and he's like yes he's like okay. yeah are you okay he's like yeah i'm fine i mean they make me take tests uh so he's like how's vincent he's like vincent's good he's yes. back on the beach he's he's he misses you um and then they like Walt instantly kind of like looks up at both of them and goes, "They're not who they say they are." After they're like pretending, they have a, a little bit of a moment, and then he's like flips the switch. He's like, "No, no we're out of time. I gotta just tell you, they're they're not who you say they are. Don't trust them. Oh my god, they're gonna." They're... He says they're pretending. Yeah, they're pretending. Which I'm like, pretending to be what? Maybe this is the thing that Kate found mm-hmm. the the makeup. So maybe they're pretending to be, uh, like lost deserted worse islanders. Off. Yeah, worse off. Um, but I was thinking these people are all Dharma people who are like actual scientists, mm-hmm. but they're wearing like the, the, in case anyone finds them. Yeah. The desert Island clothes they wear, these dirty garbs, the, the torn shoes, they're all costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she gets pissed. She's like, okay, time's up. That's enough. So She's they, like, wait, 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 wait. And calls it and Walt just like breaks free and goes and hugs Michael. Mm-hmm. And then they drag Walt oh, away. Before that, um, after he has his little outburst, she says, do you want us to put you in the room again? The room. That's a good catch because I missed that. The room. I would say that as a punishment. So maybe like a padded cell or something? Or something worse? The room. Larson. The room. Oh, um, the room anyway. where it happened. What? The room where it happens. Go different places. <laughs> um, so then he picks, the guy picks Walt up and just take him away. And they're both saying that they love each other. He's like, I love you, I'll find you. He says, Dad, Dad, I love you. Ugh. I love you, Dad. It was, it was a lot. So then, um, he's like, okay, so, 
you are going to go back over there because you're one of them. You're... Yeah, okay, so before Walt comes in, she tells him that she has, he has to do the trade. Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm going to need you to do something else while you're there. And that's bring these four people mm-hmm. back. So she has a list, and she shows him the list, and then he looks at the list and goes, who's James Ford? And she's like, I believe you know him as Sawyer. Um, So it is Kate, Hurley, Jack, and Sawyer that he must bring back. Yeah, and she says, you have to bring these four. If you bring anyone else, you'll never see Walt again. And it has to be all of them. So um, Michael says, fine, but I want the boat. Yes. Um, To which we don't get her... Agreement. That's That just ends with him saying, but I want the boat. I guess. We'll see if it happens. Um, yeah, because that's probably like, oh, you're bringing back four people. That's kind of a lot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you could accomplish that. <laughs> boat's boat, yours. Yeah, boat's yours. We have more than one boat. Um, so then now it's time for the funeral. And mm-hmm. at this point, I notice there's a lot of shovels or like makeshift shovels. So I don't know if now instead of everyone just grabbing a handful of dirt and this taking three hours to bury someone... You don't do it handful by handful. Everyone just does one handful, right? And then and you... Then you it, yeah. oh, so maybe this is just a way for everyone to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, group it's morbid. Group trauma. Um, so Locke is not at the funeral, but he's sitting near the funeral mm-hmm. over um, with his uh, splint still on. And then he takes a knife out and he starts cutting the splint off. Is that before? This is before. Okay. So um, this is like when people are starting to gather okay. around the graves. So he... Cuts the splint off his leg, and then he stands up and leaves the like splint and the crutches on the beach. Yes. Grabs his bag, and he's... Going on an adventure. Yep, going on an old John Locke adventure. Because, yeah, then we cut to Saeed and uh, Jack walking over to the funeral. Mm-hmm. And Saeed's wording, as you said, is, I think Michael has been compromised. And Jack's like, the fuck? Jack kind of stops. He's like, keep walking. Don't want Maybe to... Like everything normal. Yeah. He's like, what, what makes you think that? He's like, he's not speaking like someone with clear motivation he's speaking like someone with a secret um and then like jack's like okay so we call him out and say like no he must continue to believe he's in control jack's like why because that gives them a foot ahead yeah if michael doesn't know that they're on uh, that they're onto him yeah i know everything i'm believing ah (laughs) too much so, yeah, like you were saying, you're like, oh, Saeed's going to tail them, which mm-hmm. I'm hoping is the case, because I feel like Saeed would be a good, like, he's already tailed a couple of Super people. Spy. Super spy. Um, but we got to Patrick Girl. Yeah. Really is talking about Libby. Uh, well, first, Jack eulogizes Anna Lucia. Yes. Um, because... She was a police officer. And something that uh, Sawyer was, like, kind of upset about was that he had just met Anna... He didn't know her last name. He had name. sex with her. Yeah, and he didn't know her last name. So Jack's like, Cortez. Her name was Anna Lucia Cortez. Cortez. Um, Hotel Cortez. Hotel Cortez. American Horror Story. American Horror Story. <laughs> um, so Jack eulogizes Anna Lucia and then um, gives the floor to Hurley. Mm-hmm. And Hurley has this very... Libby was a psychologist or a psychiatrist. One of those. One of those. And he said, like, how I really liked her. Uh, she liked me, and it's not fair. Like, mm-hmm. um, And then he turns to Michael. Michael, who is behind him, and goes, I'm coming with you. Oh, like, determined, angry, and sad. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Like, now, I feel like the, the all of that has just built up in him. He's like, 
Maybe, Maybe I do need a little revenge. Maybe. So Michael's like, yes. And everyone's pretty sad. Obviously, because I have hold Charlie's hand. Mm-hmm. So, We're getting back together. Yes, they are. Um, and then Sun just kind of turns. She goes, boat? And then she's like, there's a boat. What? A boat. It's a boat. And we see this, like, schooner. Sailboat. Yeah, yeah like, like a, a sailboat start to approach the island and then kind of, like, veer off almost like they're going to, like, park alongside the island I, or something. I didn't see anything Yeah, neither did I. And uh, you just see this boat just moving towards them. A man boat. And that's the end of the goddamn episode. Uh, so that is the penultimate episode of season two. So we are about to watch the finale for season two, which I believe is like an hour and a half. Because mm, like, it's two parts. Yeah, like two 45-minute parts. So... What a night. What a night. Um, so you can, until then, find us on Twitter, at Galaxy Couch Pod. Uh, engage with us, ask us questions, talk to us about the show. Tell us where Zeke's name is said. Tell us where Zeke's name is said, if that's a, a thing. Um, and then, yeah. Sleep tight. Sleep tight. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Bran. Keep it cosmic. Cosmic.